course of discipleship for the BFC family. Our reading today comes from 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 1-9. through 9. And the word of the Lord says this, Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ, to those who are elect exiles of the dispersion in Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithynia, according to the foreknowledge of God the Father, in the sanctification of the Spirit, for obedience to Jesus Christ, and for sprinkling with his blood, may grace and peace be multiplied to you. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. According to his great mercy, he has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, to an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled and unfading, kept in heaven for you, who by God's power are being guarded through faith for a salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. In this you rejoice, though now for a little while, if necessary, you've been grieved by various trials, so that the tested genuineness of your faith, more precious than gold that perishes, though it's tested by fire, may be found to result in praise and glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Though you've not seen him, you love him. Though you do not now see him, you believe in him, and rejoice with joy that is inexpressible and filled with glory, obtaining the outcome of your faith, the salvation of your souls. I want to talk to you today about being aliens and strangers, but not so much. I woke up this morning thinking about these verses from 1 Peter and the phrase, aliens and strangers, kept running through my mind. That's a phrase that I often associate with these verses. The Apostle Paul was writing to a first century believing group of people that were doing their best to live out their faith in a pagan world, and things around them were getting rather difficult. I suppose I woke up thinking about this because I watched the news last night before I went to bed. (laughs) something that I usually try to avoid. As I watched it, I couldn't help feeling that I was suddenly living somewhere completely different than the land I grew up in. As I thought about this in these pre-dawn hours of this morning, I came to a realization. The veneer of morality that cloaked our culture when I was young has disappeared like a mist during my lifetime. First century paganism was there all along. But now the veil's been dropped, and here we are, living in the same kind of world that Peter's exiles lived in, as aliens and strangers. It's a sobering thought. But as I looked up these verses again, I also began to see something else. The encouraging truths that Peter wrote about to these believers, who, like us, were living in darkening times. As I scanned down the page, The number of blessings that Peter enumerates are truly encouraging. It's true that we're scattered aliens and strangers in this world. But we're also elect according to the foreknowledge of God, chosen by God to be his own children, even before he called the first star into existence. Chosen by God. Now that's encouraging. And we're also sanctified by the Spirit, Peter tells us. We're set apart for God's holy use, in other words, 
by the powerful third person of the Holy Trinity, sanctified by the Spirit. That's encouraging. And then we're told that we're also cleansed, sprinkled by the precious blood of Christ, washed clean from all of our filth and sin, sprinkled by the blood. That's encouraging too. Next, Peter tells us that God himself has caused us to be born again to a living hope, given a whole new life in Christ, in other words. It's the kind of life that Jesus has, the eternal kind of life. And there's encouragement for our souls as well. And then as if all of this weren't enough, we're promised that we have an imperishable inheritance kept for us in heaven. That's encouraging for sure. True, we're also told that our faith will be tested and tried, maybe even severely tried, between now and the time that we receive that inheritance. But we're also told that those trials will only prove the genuineness of our faith and result in praise and glory and honor when Jesus returns for us on that day. And there's encouragement again. But Peter saved maybe the best for last. He tells us that our love for Jesus now signals the outcome of our faith then, the salvation of your souls. And could anything be more encouraging than that? So what do we make of this? Well, I think the lesson's clear, isn't it? We may be living in dark days right now, but the storm has only come to pass for those who put their faith in Jesus A famous, though almost forgotten hymn by William Cowper brings us a good word to keep in mind as we live in times like this. Cowper's hymn, God Moves in Mysterious Ways, reminds us of these truths. God moves in a mysterious way his wonders to perform. He plants his footsteps in the sea and rides upon the storm. Deep in unfathomable minds of never-failing skill, He treasures up his bright designs and works his sovereign will. Ye fearful saints, fresh courage take. The clouds you so much dread are big with mercy and shall break in blessing on your head. Judge not the Lord by feeble sense, but trust him for his grace. Behind his frowning providence, he hides a smiling face. Let's pray. Father, thank you that no matter how dark the storm clouds are as they gather above us, you've given us great encouragements as we walk along toward glory. Help us to keep our eyes on you no matter what happens, and we'll thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, thanks for joining us today. Keep in mind that today's trials foreshadow tomorrow's inheritance. Have a blessed day.